about maybe about 10 years ago, six, seven, eight, 10 years ago, I started actually getting fat and I didn't understand why, because we were all taught you need to move more. You just need to move more. Well, my goodness. I mean, I'm an elite level world-class athlete training five hours a day. I'm going to blow out a knee if I move more. Yeah. So I took a step back and said, why do I, why am I so fat? You know, my I, I, IBS, I was on medication. I had brain fog. My head was uh, always hurting. I had my gut would hang down. I just understood uh, why, am, why is this happening when I am one of the fittest females on the planet? And it was, I, did some research and found out it was because of my diet and it had nothing to do with exercise. It had to do with the fact that I was binge eating Costco M&Ms with that big zipper Ziploc over the top. And it's just, it was bull crap and nobody ever taught me. So when I changed my diet and lost my weight, I realized, well, wait a minute, if exercise has nothing to do with weight loss, then you can lose weight if you're in a wheelchair or if you're missing a leg or if you've got rods through your back or if your arthritis is hurting. Welcome to the Rock Your Best Life podcast. On this podcast, I bring you information, education, advice, and tips from healthcare professionals, scientists, doctors, and everyday people who have changed their lives and helped through diet, lifestyle, and mindset changes, and are now rocking their best lives. Join me on this journey to rock your best life. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice. As I am not a qualified healthcare provider. The information presented on this podcast is for educational purposes only. Rock Your Best Life and Rock and Rosa Wellness are not qualified to provide medical advice. Please consult your own physician or provider with any medical issues that you may be experiencing. This disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors of this podcast. Welcome back, rock stars, to the podcast. I am so glad that you decided to push play today, and I just want to say that I am feeling amazing now that I have been able to kind of recoup. Um, just a little update. Over the last couple weeks, I have not been feeling my best. Um, I <laughs> had a bladder infection, actually. And yeah, that kind of threw me for a little bit of a loop. And then I had a really extreme allergic reaction to some of the antibiotics I was taking. And, you know, I haven't taken antibiotics for many years, um, you know, just because I took so many throughout my life and it really caused me a lot of gut dysfunction. Um, so I try my hardest not to take them. Um, and I am taking some probiotics now to replenish my gut. Um but, you know, I just really was not feeling well. And um, thankfully, I'm feeling better now. I've rested up. I'm, you know, nourishing my body. Um, and I'm just feeling great now. Um, but with that being said, I'm, you know, back to my podcasts. And I apologize, you know, for having to take a little bit of a break. Um, but we are back in the podcasting mode here. And I am so excited to bring you guys um, this interview today with Christy, Code Red and Nickel. And she was just amazing to interview, to talk to. Um, I'm so inspired by her and all the work that she is doing over um, at her Code Red Lifestyle. And um, just a little bit about Christy. She is an author. She wrote a book um, called Code Red Revolution. And she's a speaker, 
Um, she is a number two world ranked um, retired boxer. Um, she's a celebrity nutritionist, an award winning personal trainer. She's an elite athlete. Um, but most of all, you know, I just love, love, love the work that she is doing in her message and her kind of, you know, just in your face, a no holds bar, um, you know, attitude that she has with all of her followers and all of her clients. Um, you know, I really think that sometimes that's what some people need. You know, some people don't need you to hold their hand and tell you everything's going to be great. And, oh, you know, just just do what you can, honey. Um, you know what? Sometimes that, I mean, a lot of times that doesn't work. You know, I know that when I was, um, I was a Beachbody coach for about five years. And, you know, I was working out like crazy. I was inspiring people, yes. Um, but when it came time for me to have, you know, I had a lot of accountability groups, which, you know, some of you may may remember those. And I still do have an accountability group, but uh, my approach is much different now. Um, but anyway, you know, I was finding people would come to me and they would want to lose weight. They would want to make these changes, but the actions weren't there. The, you know... You know, that's why, you know, now I I really get into getting people to find their why. You have to find why you're doing these things, and then you have to make it a priority. You have to make it important to you. You know, it's not just, oh, I want to lose weight so I can look like Sally over here. <laughs> that's not strong enough. You need a stronger why. And so I love all of her advice that she gives her um, clients. And her message, and it's really right in line to, you know, kind of how I view nutrition and exercise now. Um, you know, just a couple of years ago, I had this extreme, you know, kind of injury that, you know, kind of I thought came out of the blue. But, of course, I knew it was from overtraining, you guys. Um, I was, at the time, I was just, you know, doing a lot of weightlifting, Um I was training to be a roller derby girl. I was, you know, just really inflaming my body just over and over and not resting enough, not, you know, doing, you know, some of the things that I know now that I need to do to recoup, to repair. Um, and so now I work out because I want to, you know, granted, it hasn't been as much as I would like to lately. Um, but I'm happy to report, you know, cause I'm feeling better. I was able to work out, um, yesterday and of course I'm a little sore today. Um, and I do on the regular, I do walking, I do hiking, I do all that stuff. I have, you know, a new puppy. I, <laughs> you know, he's five months old now, but he is still pretty rambunctious. Um, so we do a lot of walking, um, a lot of hiking and stuff. So I'm active. Um, but you know, just this message of, you know, that we need to work out like crazy. We need to torture ourselves to lose weight, um, you know, is, a, is, is one of the biggest lies in weight loss. And we talk about that. Um, Christy has a, <clears throat> a really amazing um, program that she, a challenge that she does with um, people called the 10-pound takedown. And she's really introduced a lot of people to her um, Code Red Lifestyle um, and help them lose weight and help them heal from, you know, everyday aches and pains to fight fibromyalgia to, you know, type 2 diabetes. Um, 
She has a lot of amazing testimonials on her, you know, website. Um, and her, her podcast, which I listen to on the regular, is called The Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. And I just love her, you know, just like I said, like her no holds bar advice that she gives. Um, she really makes it a point to tell people that, you know, you are responsible, you know, for your life. You're responsible for your lifestyle, your choices, your, you know, um, everything, you know, getting enough sleep. That's on you, you know, um, making sure that you are setting boundaries with people, you know, and that's a big thing. Um, you know, your stress levels, all of that stuff. Drinking enough water is really important, you know, and she really stresses that as well. And so I loved our conversation today. I love her message. Um you know, I I just love sitting down and be able to chat with her. And she's just an amazing person doing amazing things. And, you know, the more people that we can help um, through different modalities um, and just making it simple for people. And, you know, that's what I love about her program is she just kind of draws it out there and makes it simple um, for people. But, you know, Less people know that, you know, you need to take action. You need to be responsible um, for your life. <laughs> if you want to change your life, you need to take responsibility for your life. And um, so she she just stresses, you know, that she's helped, she's helped thousands of people um, without shakes, diet pills, diet foods, or exercise. Um, and that's her big message. And, and I just love it. Um, and... I I would love it if you guys would let me know how you're loving this podcast, you know, what kind of, how is it, how has it helped you? And, you know, is it motivating you? Um, is it helping you? Has it helped you break a stall? Um, you know, gotten some new ideas as to, you know, how you can improve your health and your life and how you can heal. Um, I would love it if you would share this episode over on Instagram. Um, take a screenshot or on Facebook, um, and tag me and let me know how you are loving this episode. And don't forget to go over to iTunes as well and leave me an honest rating review. Let me know who you want to uh, hear from on this podcast. And I am I am in the works with, you know, talking to lots of people, you know, um, and I can't wait to share those interviews with you guys. And I hope that you um, have an amazing week coming up. And I will see you guys. I will talk to you guys in the next podcast episode. And as always, don't forget to rock your best life. Okay, with me today on the podcast, I have Christy Nickel, um, Christy Code Red Nickel. She is a speaker um, and number two world ranked boxer. She's a celebrity nutritionist, an award winning personal trainer, um, an elite level athlete, amongst many other things. And she's the creator of the Code Red Lifestyle. Welcome, Christy. Thank you so much for having me on the Rock Your Best. I think that it, they've never had anybody on that had a rockin' mohawk. This no. is perfect. This is perfect this, for you. No, this is amazing. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I know. And I love everything that you're about. I love how you help people. Um, you've helped so many people, you know, change their lives, lose weight, feel great. 
and and you're just doing some amazing work. And we've done it without shakes, pills, diet foods, or exercise. And I don't, and let me just correct the audience before anybody thinks that I am a retired professional boxer and I yes. don't, I don't fight anymore. So people are like, could you kill somebody? I'm like, I could still <laughs> kill somebody. It'll just take me a, a second to warm up before I don't want to throw my back out, you know, <laughs> but no, I'll still kill them. <laughs> yes, I guess I should have mentioned that. But I, I mean, just looking at your resume, everything that you've done, and then kind of to see you how you transition in, into this career path, it's been, you know, quite amazing. So would you mind just telling us, you know, how you got here? What led you to do what you do now? I grew up pretty poor in the mountains of Northern Idaho. My parents, my dad was a cop and my mom worked for minimum wage. We didn't have any money. We had a big ranch and all the extra money they made went to the ranch. So we were very poor growing up. And when it was time for us to move out of the house, my sisters and I, my parents had no money for college. They did not, were not able to help us out at all. My first job, uh, I had my first job at seven years old. I bought my first horse at 10 years old, making monthly payments to my neighbor. And so we've always worked hard. So when it was time for me to graduate high school and go to, go to college. I desperately wanted to be a registered nurse. I, I was just obsessed. I love, even to this day, love registered nurses. And so, but to put myself through college was going to be a hundred percent on me. So I started, uh, I was bartending, I was waiting tables, I was going through nursing school, and I was taking a boxing class at a local YMCA. And a, a real boxing coach was watching me through the window and he comes up to me between rounds. He said, how long have you been boxing? I said, 44 minutes. And he said, well, you, you have a propensity for this. Well, I said, yeah, whatever, pal. Like, I don't care. I mean, I'm just trying to get through college. I'm dead broke. I mean, I'm working nights. Like I'm just killing myself. And he said, you should fight. And I was like, I'm not interested. And he said, you could fight as a way to make money, like a licensed, federally licensed, sanctioned professional boxing. And I was like, really? I mean, of course, that's all I needed to hear because I was so broke. So I started fighting literally for my dinner. Uh, but in boxing, if you are pretty and you can fight and you then that means you're going to put butts in the seats. And it's all about ticket sales. People think that boxing is about fighting. Boxing's a business. Boxing's sex sells in boxing like it does anything else. So I spent the next eight years. I had no idea that my career would turn into what it did. And it got huge. And I spent the next eight years almost for 15 professional fights, two world titles. I ended up getting my own show on MTV. I ended up getting magazine covers. I trained celebrities in New York. It, I walked the red carpet. It just got huge. And I was a decent fighter, but I was fun to watch and I could speak to the press and it's all about ticket sales. And so when I, but, so, but about maybe about 10 years ago, six, seven, eight, 10 years ago, I started actually getting fat and I didn't understand why, because we were all taught you need to move more. You just need to move more. Well, my goodness. I mean, I'm an elite level world-class athlete training five hours a day. I'm going to blow out a knee if I move more. Yeah. So I took a step back and said, why do I, why am I so fat? You know, my I, I, IBS, I was on medication. I had brain fog. My head was uh, always hurting. I had my gut would hang down. I just understood uh, why, am, why is this happening when I am one of the fittest females on the planet? And it was, I, did some research and found out it was because of my diet and it had nothing to do with exercise. It had to do with the fact that I was binge eating Costco M&Ms with that big zipper Ziploc over the top. And it's just, it was bull crap and nobody ever taught me. So when I changed my diet and lost my weight, I realized, well, wait a minute, if exercise has nothing to do with weight loss, then you can lose weight if you're in a wheelchair or if you're missing a leg or if you've got rods through your back or if your arthritis is hurting. So I created the Code Red Lifestyle based around 
real food, water, and sleep. I was on Idaho State food stamps when I first created my lifestyle. I knew how to get weight off of people, but I didn't know how to monetize. I didn't know how to build a business. And so as soon as I learned how, I ended up going from food stamps to 10 million a year in less than three in less than four years. So wow. it's a soaring company. We're reaching people all over the world. We just launched our own standalone app. And so things are going well and people are learning the message of hope and healing. Wow, that is incredible, Christy. That is so amazing. And I and I'm right there with you with, um, you know, being so active and then gaining the weight. Um, for me, I made that realization a couple of years ago, too, is I, I was a Beachbody coach and I was yeah, I was like all about the workout, workout, workout. And then I started gaining weight and I'm like, oh, gosh, you know, we need to change something here. <laughs> It is the number one biggest lie in weight loss that you have to exercise to lose weight. And it is it fills people with so much shame when they can't go to Orange Theory or they can't get to CrossFit class. But if you I've been to CrossFit classes all over this world, everywhere mm -hmm. I've traveled, I have always done a drop in at a cross. I love CrossFit. I'm an athlete. Of course, I love CrossFit, but yeah. I've got CrossFit athletes. I'm standing next to them and they're doing a, a, a one ninety five overhead snatch. And they're they're stronger than me, but they're still asking for the seatbelt extender. So ex exercise has nothing to do with weight loss. And once you get that through your head, you realize you can exercise to fight depression and to just for other really great reasons. But it will not do a hell of beans good to get your weight off. And you need to realize that so that you can lose your weight and then later on adopt exercise as a part of a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> so now. You talk about some lies that are the biggest lies in, in weight loss. What, what are the top three? Um, the top, the top three, I, I told you guys already, the number one okay. is the, that you have to exercise to lose weight. That is simply not true. It, exercise has nothing to do with weight loss. Now, number two lie is that you have to eat low fat to, to be, to, to, lose fat. And mm -hmm. it was awful. And that started back in the 1950s, where we had a president who was obese, chain smoking, sugar addict, who had a heart attack. And they said he was eating bacon. Ooh, I just look at look what I did, Rose. I just uh, flew my you got uh, so excited. I love it here. <laughs> and he said he was eating bacon. That must be the reason. Well, yeah. it wasn't the reason he was a chain smoking, obese, sugar addict, and he drank. And yeah. so people demonized fat. And they ended up saying low fat, low fat, low fat, low fat. Well, we started doing low fat because we all freaking panicked in this country. And mm -hmm. we have gotten sicker and fatter than human history because when you take the fat out of things, it tastes like garbage. You got to add sugar and carbs back into it. So the snack will, the low fat snack will cookies are actually worse for you than the regular snack. Well, all of it's bad for you, Rosa. You know that. But yes. to give you an example, and the third biggest lie in weight loss is that you have to eat all the time in order to lose weight. You know, you got to have three meals and two snacks. Well, that is simply not true. I mean, none of us, do I look like Michael Phelps to you? I am not an elite <laughs> athlete anymore. I mean, yeah. I went on a three and a half mile run this morning with my dog dogs, because like you, I've got a puppy who needs a ton of exercise, but I'm not, you know, we're not Olympic athletes. And so we don't need to eat three meals and two snacks. Eating frequently beats up your digestive system. You trigger a ton of insulin. It is not good for you. So the magic happens in between meals on code red. We suggest two or three meals a day spaced five hours apart. Yes. Yes. You're preaching to the choir. I love it. Yeah, um, I, I would say, you know, because like you, you struggled with IBS. That was kind of the first thing that I was struggling with. And the only thing that helped it was to 
you know, change my eating window. And, and that helps with a lot of people just to go to, you know, intermittent fasting, do like maybe two meals a day, you know, three at the most. Um, but yeah, we're just eating way too much. And we're eating too much and too often. Absolutely. I mean, those are two separate things. We're definitely yeah, eating too, too much. But the typical American diet has us eating 60% processed carbs. So lean cuisines and hot pockets and the Costco lasagna. And so we're getting 60% of our diet. Well, then, yeah, you need a lot of food if you're eating junk that was made in a factory. But if you're mm -hmm. eating real food that was provided by the earth, you know, meat and vegetables, nuts, eggs, seeds, seafoods, fat, that kind of thing, you don't need very much of it. And so people have really been sold a, a, a bill of goods. They are really misled. And it's our government and it's our education system that has brainwashed us to believe complete lies. And a big one is that you need to eat all the time. But if you're eating the gristle off a ribeye steak, if you're eating eggs, bacon and avocado in the mornings, my goodness, you're not going to be hungry all day long. So yeah. and it, don't skip the yolk. Don't cut the gristle off. Don't skip the butter. Don't you know, have that stuff. That nice full fat is going to keep you full. You won't even think about food. Yeah, fat and protein are like so um, satiating. I, I realized it too early on and I was amazed by how long I could go without eating, you know. <laughs> it's it's crazy. You you really don't need as much as you think you do, especially on a high fat diet. And why is that? Because you're getting more bang for the buck. The same gram of fat is nine calories and the same gram of chicken is four calories. It's mm -hmm. there's still a gram. There's still the same amount, but one gives you more energy for less food. And once people. But you know what? There's no there's no money in healthy people. The government doesn't want you to know this because what would happen to our food system? It would collapse if we all started eating two meals a day. And it was just our, our health systems would go, our health problems would go away. Our people would get, and we wouldn't need, and you know, healthy people make a lot of sense, but they don't make a lot of dollars and there's just no money in it. So nobody wants to spread the truth, but between you and me, Rosa and other people, we're all this grassroots movement. We are, we are showing people the message of hope and healing, and it's not going to come from our government. It's not going to come from our schools. Yeah, that is so true. It's going to come from just us doing doing the work right and you are doing the work um and some of your programs you even have a kids program mm -hmm. which i think is amazing so tell us a little bit about that what do you do with the kids <laughs> you know i've never wanted kids i don't know what it is about me uh, i at the age of 14 i knew exactly at that exact moment i didn't want kids i never and i i have this maternal instinct but i don't have I never wanted to actually have a child. And it's so strange because I'm 45 years old now and I have no regrets. And so, but oddly enough, for someone who never wanted children, I have such a love for all children. Like I go rocking babies in the NICU or I'm going to the schools, I'm speaking to schools. So I really, really love our kids. The problem is our schools are subsidized by Coke and Pepsi and Nestle and McDonald's and big corporations because our government doesn't view education as important enough to pour more money into it. So we have to get money from Coke and Pepsi. Well, guess what they're doing, guys? They're putting Coke and Pepsi and Nestle and, and Pizza Hut and stuff like that in our schools. And we're making our kids fat. And it, it just it has to stop. We've got the fattest and the sickest kids ever. We have kids now that won't outlive their parents because they're so sick. I've got kids coming to me, you know, and it's ridiculous. We've got kids with type two diabetes. So I think that all of us together, we can collectively, and I'm doing my part, teach kids that it's all about, it's just all about eating the food. It's all about no kid wants to, wants to, uh, 
poison themselves. But our mm -hmm. our teachers are rewarding with a king size baby Ruth because little Johnny spelled that word correctly. And it's yeah. it's wrong. And so studies have shown that if parents feed their kids just two meals at home that are healthy, it's enough to debunk whatever they're getting from their friends at school. And that's mm -hmm. just what I teach. We have a code red kids program, but we don't talk about weight to kids. We talk about being kind, uh, reporting bullying. We talk about getting our sleep, drinking our water and eating healthy food. And so I keep it pretty general with the kids. I would never want to say anything about weight or anything. It, you know, I, I'm very careful, uh, but it's funny, Rosa. They will not let me come in. I've spoken at a couple of schools, but I speak out against the companies that subsidize the schools, So they don't like when I come in and speak to kids. And yeah. so I have to do it. I have to kind of do it wherever I can. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And that's a big problem, too. And then that's a big issue in the like the nutritional, you know, um, dietetics mm -hmm. um, community is they're all subsidized. So a lot of times like you can't speak out or you can't, you know, talk about even, you know, eating more protein or or anything like that that doesn't speak to their you know narrative. Anything that speaks out against the mainstream narrative will get you shut down. It will get you censored. It, it will get your social media accounts locked because it's all about the almighty dollar. But each of us individually, we can change this if we do this one person at a time and one kid at a time. Yeah. And what what is like some easy tips that you can tell parents, you know, some easy changes that they can make, you know, with their kids? The first thing my parents need to do is stop bringing it home. Well, little Johnny wants it. I don't give a rat's fanny what little Johnny wants. Moms and dads, you are the parents. You are not their friends. Stop bringing home the junk food because when they have a choice between an apple or a goldfish crackers, they're going to go. Come on. Even I would go for the goldfish crackers. Even I would go for the Fruit Loops. Don't bring it home. Stop buying it. Don't make a big deal about it. Like mom's getting healthy. You kids need to get healthy. My goodness. Just stop bringing it home. If they want something, they can have a piece of fruit while you're making dinner. They can eat the same things that you can eat. So stop bringing it home would be the first thing. The second thing is everybody goes to bed on time. Everybody goes to bed on time. And the third thing is you can actually take their water and if they want something with some flavor in it, you can put like a caged muscle hydrocharge or Ultima, or you can put a Redmond Relight powder. They make really great flavored powders that yeah. are don't have any sugar that you can put in there. It tastes just as good as, as a soda or a Gatorade or something, but with no sugar. Parents, we've got to cut the sugar out of our kids' lives. We used to eat three pounds a year. We're eating three pounds a week. Does this oh, sound gosh. like it's good to you? No, it's awful. And your kids are going to come see me in 10 years if you don't get things under your control at your house, moms and dads. Yes, yes. Preach it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a son, too. And that's kind of the changes that we had to make. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, it's hard at first. But once you take it away and then you put in the good stuff, they don't even want that stuff as much anymore, you know. Um, so with your clients, you have you have coaches that work for you, which I think is an amazing program, amazing kind of structure to it all, because we can't do it all ourselves as coaches. Um, what what is kind of a structure or a philosophy for the for the code red lifestyle? 
I learned early on. Yeah, I can't do it. I used to do it all myself and it just about killed me. And so I, as we kept growing and growing and we have had over 60,000 people come through our program at the time that we're wow. recording this and we have a two to 3000 more every month entering and going through the program. So I have to have help and I have to have eyeballs. And so I certify these coaches and we offer just a couple of things. We don't have a wide menu of things. We offer our 10 pound takedown and that's a challenge. It's 30 days where you spend 30 days with me. It's a low ticket price. It's $27. And I teach you something new every morning. We track our water, our weight and our sleep every day. You eat off the food list. Very, very simple. You can lose at least 10 pounds in 30 days. And then our coaches help guide people through that in addition to me. And then we have a home study program where if you want more individualized numbers on how much you should be eating, your macros, your calories, your water amount, uh, you know, your goal weight, you just need to know kind of like, I don't know. Well, I have a proprietary formula. I will write that program for you, give you even deeper coaching, even more instruction, and we'll help you go through that. So those are kind of our two main programs and people can come through our, our system, either doing it that way or that way. Oh, okay. That's amazing. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm really interested who, you know, did you go to school for nutrition or like who was your biggest influencer in kind of making, you know, you made the changes yourself first and then you kind of developed this, you know, this program or way of, of coaching other people. So what was kind of the big influences for that? I went through nursing school. So I went to school to be an RN and I, I didn't. And of course I learned quickly now that I look back on the classes that I took that in medical school or in nursing school or PA school or NP school, they're teaching wrong. You know, mm -hmm. doctors get less than 15 hours of nutrition training and what they are learning is wrong, outdated information. And so I knew. And so when I was coming up, I knew that was wrong. And I was just like, man. So I turned to people that I admired and a big influencer for me was Mark Hyman, Dr. Hyman. And he wrote the back. He's wrote, written several books, but the one that got me was eat fat, get thin. And that's oh. how I learned the, the power of the, the high fat diet and reducing the carbs. And that's how I lost my weight. And at that mm -hmm. point, I really started dipping into, you know, Thomas DeLauer, Dr. Berg, Jason Fung, Dr. Fung, and all these mm -hmm. different heavy hitters, Dr. Barry in the space and started learning from them. Uh, Paul Saladino, Dr. Saladino, and all these different people that I've, that I've become friends with and I follow mm -hmm. and that I've spoken at conferences with these people along side of these people and uh, started to experiment. At first I experimented on myself and then I tried my husband and then I yeah. went to my mom and I was like, try this new diet that I'm on. It's a high fat, low carb. And then I started, I just started trickling out and was like, this is really working. And so I do not have an RD, a registered dietitian license, but I wouldn't even go get one, even if I would, because yeah. most RD programs are wrong. And I've had RDs come to me. In fact, we have a cardiologist, an actual cardiologist that came to me for weight loss. I've had numerous doctors, uh, NPs, PAs that have all come to me because they were taught wrong in school. And so I would not go back to school with the way things are. It would just be a waste of my money. And so mm -hmm. I've just attended a lot of conferences, a lot of lectures, um, and I've just learned through trial and error and I constantly learn. I devote a little bit of time every day learning about nutrition and reading the latest studies and science and research to make sure that I stay caught up on the latest stuff. Yeah, I feel like that's, you know, I've had a few um, dietitians on my podcast and um, that's the number one thing they talk about is, uh, you know, going to the school. And it's like once you once you um, once you learn what you know, kind of what really works in the truth, you know, 
um, it's hard to it's hard to unlearn that, you know. So it's and either their jobs in the hospital, they have to follow protocol. They have to mm -hmm. follow what the hospital says. So their hands are tied when they're working for um, the system. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, it's really hard to work for a system that's, um, you know, basically not working. <laughs> okay, so just a few more questions for you. Um, so who is the Code Red lifestyle for? I have a target niche. You know, we think that that real food, water and sleep is the proper human diet. And that's for everybody. But I have a target niche that I prefer to work with. I love women in their 50s and 60s, uh, pre or post menopausal or menopausal. I love, um, you know, women that are um, significantly overweight, but we get all kinds of people. We get men and we get women because of my direct approach to communication. I get a lot of women, uh, men that work really well, military police uh, that work really well with my co with my coaching style. And so I just don't really, I don't mind the girls in their twenties or their thirties, yeah. but I'm not doing this to try to, I'm not helping you lose weight to try to make your boyfriend's ex-girlfriend jealous or to help you get to MTV spring break. And, yeah. you know, like, woo on the, I'm just not into that. I'm into really some sick. I want the sicker, the better. I want the sick, sick, sick people. I want the women who are, you know, on medications and on a CPAP and have, you know, psoriatic arthritis. I mean, give me the tough cases. And so those are kind of, of course, like I said, real food, water and sleep is healthy for everyone. And we don't believe that there's ever a time that, that you should be eating lean cuisines and hot pockets and caramel macchiatos and, and Costco lasagna. That's never okay. It's junk food. It was made in a factory and it takes a factor to digest. So that's never okay for you to eat that. In my mind, I don't care. Cheat day. I don't care. I don't care what bull crap you want to say to me. I don't care. I don't care if it's uh, uh, at your granddaughter's five-year-old birthday party and they have cupcakes. I don't think it's okay to consume that. And I mm -hmm. think that as a recovering sugar addict, I stay away from that. But we have certain people that are just attracted to my direct approach and my tough love approach. And so I don't think it's really girls in their twenties and thirties. Really. I get a lot of people that are in their forties, fifties, and sixties. Yeah. So basically people that are willing and ready to make that change. And it's like, they've tried everything, nothing's working. And, you know, that's, that was one of my, you know, things that I realized early on as a coach is that I had all these accountability groups and, and I was trying to reach out to help people, but you know, they weren't, when they weren't, they weren't ready and you're trying to hold their hand. It, it doesn't work that way. I've got work. no I've got no tolerance for people like that. If they're going to come to me and say, when can I have my wine? I say, no. don't even don't don't come to me at all. I, I'm not going to I'm not going to talk to you. You're not ready. Go somewhere else. I go somewhere where you can just do this for seven days. And I'm looking for people who are very who definitely want to change their life. I, I hate to sound cliche, but I'm just yeah. not into that baloney. And I turn them away. I, I don't want your money. I don't. This is not a numbers game for me. I want people who are ready to change that they have to they're at rock bottom. They're so low they have to reach down and touch the top i want people like that yes yes i do too <laughs> and i think like you know what we put out there we kind of attract you know so and you know what are your thoughts on i think i know the answer on you know a lot of programs kind of emphasize like moderation or you can have a little bit of this a little bit of that as opposed to like this you know you need to cut out this and you need to you know, emphasize this. If moderation was working, we would not be 88% sick in this country. We are overweight. We are 88% overweight and metabolically broken in this country. Moderation is absolutely not 
working. Maybe it's for some people like my husband, he can do moderation. Mm-hmm. My mom can do moderation. My mom can can keep a, a, a king size pack of, of M&Ms in her freezer and literally eat one at a time until it's gone over the next month and a half. And yeah. I cannot do that. Most yeah. people I know and work with are recovering sugar addicts yeah. and they do not, they cannot do moderation. So in code red, our philosophy, there are three rules that we always live by for the rest of our life. We always get on the scale then every day. We always drink our water every single day. And we never, never, never allowed sugar to stay, to be or stay in our house ever. So yeah. moderation, moderation doesn't work. No, I agree. I agree. I struggled with that. I've seen my son struggle with that, but somehow my husband, he could, he could do it fine. But you know, there's some people that can, you know, but I think for the most part, you're right uh, that most people cannot do moderation. It's just, it's a drug. It's so addicting, you know, it's eight times more addictive than heroin. And that's not, that's Mm -hmm. not controversial. We know this. Yes. There's been several studies on this. (laughs) Um, and so, you talked about your your non-negotiables with your clients. Um, are there people that you've had to kind of turn away because they're not willing to, you know, follow these kind of guidelines that you put in place? Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, usually, what I do is try to I try to cut them off at the pass. I try to I I give them before the buy button. There's usually a but uh, a video from me that says don't push that buy button if you are not going to be compliant to my program. I do not want you if you're going to argue if you're going to make my my life miserable my coach's life miserable and i just do not i don't even i don't even let them and so they know what they're getting into and then if they still want to get on my program and cheat and lie they're only doing that themselves i'll take their thousand bucks i'll take their money and i've warned them and if they if they still don't want to comply to the program then that's them wasting their money and i don't i don't care at that point i used to care a lot but mm-hmm. I've been in this industry 26 years and I just, I can't want it more than they do, but I really try to, I try to weed out those people before they buy the program. Yeah. I, I think that's a good tactic too. And you have an amazing podcast of your own, the rebel weight loss and lifestyle. And I, I love, I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but I'm probably gonna listen to it today. Um, the title of your latest episode is maybe the problem is you. And I just love that. (laughs) Yeah. If you feel like there's always, you always have a problem with other people and this is how I am. I'm super, super direct. This is exactly the same Christy that you get on the podcast on here in a parking lot of a, of a seven 11, uh, in, in no matter where I am, I'm the same exact Christy. I do not have time to BS people. I am not going to sugarcoat. I am not going to coddle you. I am not going to, you know, sing Kumbaya and tell you it's okay that you polished off a bottle of wine, a pack of Oreos. It's not okay. You need to knock that crap off. And mm-hmm. when in the podcast, yeah, the last one that just dropped a couple of days ago, I said, you know, if you have a problem with everybody, maybe the problem is you and it's mm-hmm. nobody's job to keep you happy. You keep yourself happy. Yes, yes. I mean, I agree. You know, you have to kind of protect your body, your space, your, you know, this is your life, right? This is not, uh, we're not living for other people, right? We need to kind of set those boundaries. Mm-hmm. Well, um, um, is there any, any last words that you want to leave my audience with? You know, what is your final message that you, you think people really need to know from this? You know, 
the name of the podcast is rock your best life. And if you really want to rock your best life and not just say that, or it's not just something cool that people with tattoos that the Rosie here has got tattoos and she made this cool <laughs> pie. You got to really think down deep and hard. The time is slipping away. I, I never, I it, I'm 45 already and you could be older or younger than me. And you don't think the time's going to go by, but years days, weeks turn into years and season after season. I mean, and, and years are going by and what have you got to show for it? Are you still sugar addicted? Are you still sick? Are you still on loads of medication? It is a hundred percent up to you. If you really believe in this, if you're listening to this right now, obviously you believe in the whole concept around rocking your best life. It's going to start with you getting your sleep, getting your water and getting on the scale and facing that number and stop picking your head in the stand and act like it ain't happening. It's happening and you're out of control. So you've got to change some crap in your life. Nobody's around when nobody's looking, look at yourself in the mirror and honestly tell yourself what you're really thinking and be upfront. Don't lie to yourself. You want to lie to me. You want to lie to your spouse. You want to lie to your principal. That's fine, but don't lie to yourself. Own it and admit Yes, I got a problem and I got to change. And changing is not that hard, people. You don't need to join some big, I got to do CrossFit six days a week and I got to do that and have you know, all the meal prepping and everything. Yeah, you're making it way harder than it is. But the first thing to do is take a good, long, hard look in the mirror and be honest with how you really feel about yourself. Yes. Wow. I just got chills. <laughs> you are amazing, Chris. Christy. I, you know, you're so motivational. Oh my gosh. So anybody that needs a big swift kick in their rear and needs to make these changes, I, I implore you to go check out Christy's podcast and look at her programs and um, check it out because it's amazing. Thank so you. where now, where can people reach you? I know I'm going to link your, your website here below, but yeah, if you, if you Google Christy code red, everything about me is going to come up. We do have a new standalone app that you can find at code red lifestyle. We have uh, the 10 pound takedown. You can find that we have a lot of, a lot of ways to get in touch with us. The rebel weight loss and lifestyle podcast. I'm on Instagram, on, on Facebook, all the social medias at Christy code red, and you can find me anywhere. You just got to look for the Mohawk. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming on today, Christy, and you have an amazing day. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Rock Your Best Life podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure that you're subscribed so you don't miss a thing. If you loved this episode, I would just love it if you would go over to Apple Podcasts and give me a rating or review. It really helps more people find the information on this podcast. If you need help getting started on your journey, I'm your girl. I would love to be your coach and guide. I offer a free 30-minute discovery call over at rockandrosawellness.com. Let's find what works best for you. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Until then, don't forget to rock your best life.